Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the Teacher Mindset Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping teachers out there and bringing them as much value as possible. I am your host, Marissa Esterhazen, and on today's episode, I'm so excited. We speak to Josh. He's a teacher in uh, Australia doing grade nine, and we focus on discussing the mental health of teachers, the mental health of students. Josh's uh, involvement in the RISE program, which I found so interesting, including his tips for high school and his advice to new teachers. And lastly, Josh is going to give us his go-to when it gets when he needs to stay a little bit calm in the middle of the chaos. All right, without further ado, let's get into it. Hey everyone, my name is Marissa Esterhazen. I'm a former teacher turned mindset coach, and my goal with this YouTube channel slash podcast is to find powerhouses in the education sector and bring their knowledge to you if you are a teacher or if you are a parent maybe who is uh, finding it challenged to navigate parenting at the moment. If that sounds like you, I would love for you to like, subscribe, download, you know, share, share, share. So today I was talking to Homer Camille, and I love the program that he has created. It's called Jumping Forward, and basically it takes sports therapy and helps students overcome challenges like anxiety, like low self-confidence, like just various social challenges that they might be going through using games, using sport, using communication. So today we are going to chat all about that. His um, his program currently runs all over Israel. He's got 30 schools, but he would love to branch into the United States market. So if you feel that this might be a benefit to your school, then I would encourage you to check out the show notes and get in touch with him. I think you're really going to enjoy the interview. Have a great day. Hey, teachers and parents, uh, this interview is for you. If you are interested in learning more about how sport can help with social and emotional learning, and if you want to know how sports therapy can help build essential life skills, as well as if maybe you've been thinking of starting your own business. So in this episode, we are talking to Tomer Camille, and he is a sports therapist who developed um, the program called Jumping Forward, which is um, an organization dedicated to social and emotional learning, or SEL. You might uh, hear us refer to it as SELs, that is social and emotional learning, uh, through a unique sports therapy training program. Tomer, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me today. I'm so excited. And before we start, just please explain to our listeners, like, what exactly is social emotional learning first uh, thank you so much for this uh, opportunity i'm really excited to be here too um so a lot of kids face uh, challenges like uh, lack of confidence lack of communication skills uh, poor uh, anger management so under uh, scl and uh, we have a lot of programs that assist those uh, kids to deal with the uh, challenges. Um, so uh, they can uh, be uh, through uh, art or music, anim animals or sport. Uh, it depends what uh, the kids uh, likes and uh, what the kid uh, gets connected. Uh, I believe it's easier to deliver the message and it's easier to guide uh, kids when they deal with the play to do something that they like. 
in my case, uh, we do it uh, through sport. Okay, so I guess that's ideally where the term sports therapy comes because they're playing sport, but they're also sort of doing activities that can help them. Well, what skills would you say, what are the main skills that you're trying to build with the with your kids, with the kids? First of all, confidence. Confidence, because I believe that if you believe in yourself and you have confidence, so you can face a lot of uh, challenges. But we want to work on communication skills, about uh, how to give up to each other, about uh, how to uh, manage our anger, uh, how not to give up easily and not get frustrated easily. Okay, so so managing anger, building confidence, how to not give up easily. And what do you find? Do you find that maybe is it the lack of confidence that seems to be the the main issue that you notice in the kids in elementary school? Or which which may which issue would you say is uh, is quite common? A lot of time is the is, this is the basis because uh, you need they need this uh, goa person that believe in them that uh, give them the confidence and then it's easier for them uh, to get connected to this therapist and then to share their challenges and sometimes they face some challenges that, that we are not aware of but because they have good connection with this uh, therapist because they have the common base and they, they both like sports so it's easier it's easier to analyze it and to to assist them Okay, and so with jumping forward, when you go into um, a class and you take you take the kids, can you sort of walk me through um, maybe a session? How would you merge the therapy and the sport together? So, for example, uh, we have a basic uh, drill when uh, one of the kids is uh, blindfolded and he has to lead the other kid through obstacles. Uh, so they have to trust each other and we work on communication skills and after that we switch positions and at the end of the session we analyze it if you felt comfortable you felt uncomfortable why uh, how do you think uh, was the communication between you between uh, the two partners uh, where do you think we can uh, improve it next time um, so this is a, a drill for example that involves a lot of fun Mm -hmm. And uh, we can uh, learn about it, uh, learn from it a lot. And do you find that as the kids get more comfortable speaking, um, I would imagine their ability to express themselves gets better. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yes. Cool. Okay. So I want to know. So I want to start talk discussing the business a little bit first. What is your big picture vision? for your business, for jumping forward? What do you see in the in the future? To assist, to assist as many kids as we can. <laughs> yeah. Do you, and do you see yourself, uh, I know you, we were talking earlier and you're breaking into the, U, the US market. So um, is your goal to go international? Yeah, eventually, yeah, yeah. We tried now to penetrate the American market and uh, eventually, uh, yes. All right. Amazing. I, I have no doubt. I think it's a brilliant idea. 
Um, okay. And when starting the actual business side of things, um, what was the biggest challenge or fear? Like for anybody out there who might be thinking of starting a business, what was one of the biggest challenges or fears that you faced and how did you get through it? So in the big in the beginning, uh, nobody knew uh, about uh, the program, obviously because mm-hmm. it was new. So the 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 challenge was uh, to find a school that uh, is willing to uh, give it a, give it a chance. So in my case, it was a school that was really far away. I had to take a train for two hours only wow. uh, one way. Uh, financially, it wasn't prof- profitable, but anyway, I decided that uh, I want to take it because uh, I decided if this uh, school uh, is willing to give us chance, so uh, we should we should do it. Uh, in the yeah, it, 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 it was it was smart it was smart uh, to do it because uh, since then it uh, grew it grew because when you go to one school, so the principal can talk to an, to a colleague, and you know you can. It's easier than to approach and to penetrate most schools. That's a really good point because sometimes you have to ha- just have that faith, right? That going into that school is going to cause, you know, the financial side of it will come after. You just have to get the word out right now. You have to get people to know and almost to get like testimonials so that that principal can talk to another principal. Yeah. I can. It must have been very. How did you feel when that principal was like, "Okay, we'll 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 try it. Let's do it." it must. What did you? What did it feel like? I was really, I was really excited, and I, <laughs> I didn't even think about, oh, it's not fault for all. Maybe I shouldn't do it. I, I was thinking to myself, this is a, a good chance for me. I want to do it, and uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> good. That actually leads right into my next question about your mindset, right? So. Was there ever a point in your mindset that this wasn't going to work or did you, were you quite good at keeping it focused on, no, this is going to work. This is going to be a success. Like, how were you thinking about the business? This is part of my personality that I have dreams and I have goals that I want to achieve. And uh, I look at the bright side and I believe that uh, that I can do it. Yeah, this is part of my personality, and this is exactly what I want to teach the the kids too to believe in themselves and to try things and to give chance things. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. How many schools, out of curiosity, did you approach in the beginning before you got that one? I don't, I, I don't remember. I don't remember, but. Uh... I don't remember, but it didn't take a while. But uh, as soon as uh, one school uh, gave us the chance, so we just uh, started. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And how, with regards to the jumping forward program, how did you come up with the idea? So I was a, bas- a college basketball player in Austin, Texas, and I felt like the basketball gave me so many tools, so many abilities that I use not only on the court, but off the court. So I decided that I can assist other kids, not necessarily kids that want to be uh, athletes, not necessarily kids that uh, want to compete in professional sport, but a lot of kids just like to play sport, just like to do sport. And um, I I, I, I didn't want them to miss this opportunity. Yeah. Were were there any of your friends when you were playing basketball that sort of 
inspired you to come up with this or was it just mostly through your own experience? was from my own experience because I saw that I learned about uh, communication with my teammates, about how to try not to give up, uh, how to manage my anger. Yeah. Um, I, I remember doing my first game um, that I received the pass from uh, my uh, my teammate and I was about to uh, dunk the ball and didn't catch the the ball and I and I missed it and I threw the ball on the on the floor and I got a foul. And uh, this is uh, this is I remember the where I uh, had to uh, to teach myself how to uh, to manage my anger. And <laughs> That's actually a, a great point. Like because okay, so if you had a parent come to you and you're like, look, my child is really struggling to manage their anger. What are one or two strategies that you would give that parent? I recommend to take a deep breath. And to uh, to imagine where would you like to be now? Oh, uh, nice. Uh, yes. I recommend to do it every day before uh, they go to sleep because when you practice and you do it on a daily basis, it's easier to do it when you're uh, facing challenges because it's really challenging to do it when you're angry and you face those challenges and you get frustrated. But when you train, you teach yourself, you train yourself, you do it on a daily basis before you go to sleep. So you, it, it's doable to do it even uh, even when it's, it's uh, tough. <laughs> so would it be like if you're going to imagine yourself, say, on a beach or I guess ideally it would be any safe space, right? Somewhere where you feel calm and peaceful. And yes. do you then just like lay there and relax and like imagine that you're you're on? I mean, for me, it would be a beach, but <laughs> <laughs> but I imagine so that's, that's the idea, right? You're just supposed to lie exactly. there and kind of stay calm and relax and yes, be in like your happy place. <laughs> yes, I love yeah. that. Happy and comfortable, and comfortable place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and tell me, Tomer, uh, like I, you know, the having the world has changed so much for kids uh, in the last few years. What would you say are some of the biggest issues that you have seen facing uh, younger younger children? And if you, I don't know if you've dealt a lot with older children, but if you notice any differences between younger children and older children, or if you can only comment on younger children, that's fine. But what are the main issues you've seen facing these kids today? I believe that during the coronavirus, a lot of kids uh, stayed at home and spent a lot of time on uh, iPhone or laptop or uh, whatever. Uh, they didn't communicate uh, face-to-face with their uh, classmates or with their friends. And um, they have lack of ability, not all of them, but a lot of kids deal with a uh, challenge of lack of communication skills mm-hmm. because they are not used to it because it's easier for them to communicate uh, online. Uh, and I see how a lot of times we need to to guide them and teach them, and sometimes they don't understand the situation uh, right. Um, and this is our job: how to guide them and teach them. And it's easier to do it while they do sport and they trust the therapies and they have the common base. Uh, and especially, I believe that kids a lot of times surround themselves by walls, and the walls a lot of time just. Uh, start, uh, they start falling when they trust uh, the, the therapist and they do sport and they have confidence and they feel good with themselves. 
So if you had a parent for, who maybe were a school or that was interested in the program, but couldn't really implement it right now, would, would that be one of your pieces of advice to kind of get your child into some sort of sport so that it kind of pulls them away from the screen, helps them build, bring down those walls and allows them sort of to be in a different environment? Would you say that's accurate? Yes, 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 yes. And not necessarily uh, competitive uh, sport teams, not necessarily soccer teams. So right. I believe that that uh, each uh, kid uh, should uh, should do what uh, what uh, what feels good for him or for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it could be a walk in the park, right? It doesn't necessarily yes. have to be, like you said, competitive because not every yes. every child likes to be competitive. I never liked being in competitive sport myself, so yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Um, and tell yes. me when you when you do the activities, um, what have you noticed the students really enjoy out of with the activities that you've done? Which ones seem to kind of stand out to them? So we have this uh, game that a lot of kids uh, like. Uh, I call it uh, the doctor. It's like uh, it's like dodgeball, but a bit different. So in the beginning, uh, each team uh, picks uh, one uh, one kid that uh, he or she is the doctor. Uh, secretly in the they secretly, um, and then we play game like dodgeball. And if the ball hits one of the players, he stands up, and only the doctor can uh, rec can recure uh, the player, and okay. then come back to the game. Uh, and when the ball hits the doctor, so the game uh, ends, and the the other team uh, wins. Uh, so it, it's good. I, I, the kids love this game and I like it because it, I like to see the process of how they choose the doctor because they need to uh, give up to each other and they understand that if they pick the doctor uh, fast, so maybe they have a chance to play another game or maybe, another, maybe two more games and how they uh, communicate with each other. So kids love this game and I like to, I love to watch it because it teaches me a lot. That is amazing. I can imagine they would really uh, enjoy something like that for sure. Um, and in terms of like, I think this also links to, you know, the issues that are going on with kids right now and um, mental health. Like, do you notice that when they if when they play are playing these games, how are how is their empathy? Is it getting stronger? Like their desire to sort of help someone? And even I'm curious also about the the way that they speak to the other kids, because often I find sometimes kids don't always know how to speak um, positively to other children. Do you ever find that with with your work? And what do you do to kind of combat that? I do. And uh, I have the option and I have the opportunity actually to stop and to talk about it and to analyze it because this is the main goal of our session. Uh, for example, in a regular uh, physical education class, or sometimes the teacher doesn't have time to deal right. with it. Sometimes he, uh, because they, they are uh, 40 students, so maybe uh, the teacher uh, doesn't uh, have the ability to pay attention to this. So and in my case, this is the most important thing. So we stop and we talk about it and we analyze it and uh, then we go forward yeah. to the game. I think that's so important because I feel that with with social media and all these influencers who speak 
um, sarcastically and negatively because those videos get them the most views. I don't actually know if the the, the kids always know that the way they're speaking is is mean or you know because it's what they've seen like I don't know if you agree with that or do you what do you think I I agree and and sometimes it's it's easier you know to text uh, someone to say something not nice uh, because there is no person uh, facing you and yep. because they're used to you they're used to it so after that when they go to class when they go on the court so they don't think twice and maybe they can uh, use uh, the same uh, words or the same behavior yeah because uh, it's 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 okay to do it uh, online so yeah so it's good that you have the opportunity to sort of help with that and are there any specific um like positive phrases or affirmations that you teach the kids to use that seems to resonate with them like any any like if you had to pick a couple that you're like okay the, the kids like these ones what would you say to be polite to each other to if they uh, want to say something so to say it uh, nicely um to say good things to each other um and is it just like the standard like you can do this or you know i believe in you or you you know what a great job you tried so hard is it just those kinds of you know more positive um affirmation or the, not really affirmations but positive comments that um you encourage them to use yeah this is really important this is really important yeah to 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 say positive things to each other and and I recommend that if we as teachers, so we as teachers, so if we have something positive to say, so to explain why we say it, not just to say good job, right? Or you know to explain why good job that you assisted this kid, good job that you stopped the game, you saw that he uh, that he got hurt and you gave him water or whatever, whatever. But to explain why. Yeah, that's really that's good advice. I think sometimes we forget that part and then we just <laughs> yeah say it and move on. Um, can you walk us through any transformations that you have seen happen with any of your students? Yeah, um, one of my uh, teams, so they were really divided, uh, boys and girls, they didn't want to cooperate, and they say, uh, and all the games that we uh, we tried, so the girls only wanted to be with the girls, and but the boys only wanted to be there with the boys, and we we worked on it. Yeah, we worked on it, and eventually uh, it was uh, it it worked out. And what what sorts of things like did you did you ask them? Did you ask them certain questions or for their opinions on things or sort of why they were feeling that way or? We analyzed it. We talked about it, and uh, each group uh, mentioned what what bothers them. And uh, we do uh, we did it slowly in the beginning. We did it by you know by div by divided the groups uh, to four, and then eventually uh, to two. To work together. Yes. Okay, that's 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 amazing. Um, and tell me, going into um. And books for your own personal development. What is one book that you would say that you would recommend for someone to read that maybe has like changed your perspective on something? I read the book uh, Outliers that uh, explain about uh, how to uh, excel 
Uh, it analyzed how the Beatles, uh, uh, the Beatles, and uh, I don't remember what else, but the Outliers was a good back, a good book that uh, affected me. And what do you think? Like, what was one piece of advice that you remember from that book? Not to give up and to practice and to practice and to try and to try more. I don't remember the exact number, but they said that when you practice and you uh, for four hours in a row each day for for eight years, then you become a professional. Ah, so, uh, okay, I, uh, so that's the goal. I, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And um, tell us, Tomer, if a school wants to get hold of you to implement the program, are you mainly focusing on um, on the United States at the moment, or do you do you have any? Is any of the program online, or is it only in person? In person, in person, because it's really crucial for me uh, to guide the therapist and uh, to and to go to the curriculum and the syllabus and all the the drills. So it's it's really important to me. Uh, that uh, that I work uh, I work together with the therapist. And um, what uh, what state are you working in at the moment? Uh, hopefully, we will start in New Jersey soon. I have uh, colleagues that were that uh, live in New Jersey, and they uh, assist me, and then uh, they will go to the schools there. Okay, that'll be exciting. Um, how did you, so when you say that you're working with the therapists, then are you setting goals for the kids together with the therapists, um, from this, is it from the school, the therapists from the school? Yeah. So the school set the, the goals, if the person goes, if uh, we're talking about, uh, uh, goals of the entire team, uh, each month we write a report about the progress and uh, after uh, 15 sessions we analyze it uh, uh, what uh, progress we did uh, yeah and what should be the what, 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 what should be the next step right and do you get the kids to ever set goals for themselves or do you just give them generic goals to to focus on Usually not, but this is a good idea. This is a good idea that I need to think of because I think uh, it depends what age, but I think maybe in middle school, it's a good idea to share with them and to discuss it with them, yes? Yeah, I would agree. I think, I feel like as human beings, we are so goal-oriented, right? So having each person, even if it was just a goal for that session or, you know, to be kinder, to help someone out, or it can be small goals um, or bigger goals that you can have for like the next two months or something like that. So yeah, definitely something to think about for sure. Um, And, uh, and tell us, Tomer, if people wanted to find you online, we're going to put all your details in the show notes, but where's the best place to find you online? On Instagram, on Instagram. On Instagram, okay. <laughs> nice. And going, let's do, I want to do the final thoughts about our about mindset um, because I love focusing on mindset. What is your best strategy or the one thing that you do to stay calm if things get chaotic? I take a deep breath and yeah. I, I imagine I'm in Thailand on the beach. <laughs> okay, nice. Good choice, Thailand. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mine is always Spain. I visited San Sebastian and that's one of the best places I've been. So I always imagine I'm back wow. in San Sebastian. Um, wow. And how do you uh, how do you move yourself from a negative mindset to a positive mindset? Um, 
like if you're thinking of something suddenly you, you things are going wrong and you're in, in a negative space and you want to quickly move to a positive space any any strategies there so it depends when but i try to do something that i know that i do well so for example if i have the opportunity to go to play basketball a little bit so maybe i'll shoot a little bit of basketball uh, if i don't have the opportunity so i i i would think about something that i know that i can do well and it gives you confidence and then after that you can go for nice that's good yeah just remind yourself like of of what what you do really well because sometimes that voice can kind of tell you like oh you can't do this you're not good at this you're like well whatever but i'm really good at this <laughs> i love that so so uh... I read an interview with uh, Ronaldo, the soccer player. Uh, he talked about it and he said that uh, when it happens to him, so he, pa- he passes to his uh, teammate and then after that he's trying to do more charging pass and then it gives him the confidence uh, maybe to, to shoot a, penalt- a penalty that it, you know you, you, have, uh, you get a lot of chance uh, uh, to make it. Yeah. So to do something that uh, you know that you do well in. Great. I love that. And final question. What three things are you grateful for today, Tomer? I'm grateful uh, that I have my family. Uh, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to to affect and to assist uh, many kids that face uh, challenges. I'm thankful for my opportunity to come up with new ideas and uh, to try to uh, to achieve them and the, the ability that I know that I can achieve them. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. <laughs> Great. I love that one. I'm often thankful for my, my mind, my brain, that it allows me to think, you know, to think creatively and to think critically and um sometimes I just give thanks to my brain cells <laughs> just like I love you guys <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh Tomer I just want to say like I'm so grateful that you came on the show today and I appreciate you for how you are helping children learn these strategies to manage their emotions and become more confident which I really believe will leads people to discover their true purpose um, because it gets gets rid of a lot of the the kind of the chaos that's in our mind. So I just want to say thank you so much, and I wish you just the utmost success and um, prosperity with this this venture. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time, and again, thank you so much for uh, the opportunity. I, I had a good, I had a good time. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Just a quick reminder that it is for informational purposes only and nothing that was said should be uh, taken as medical advice. If you are um, finding difficulty with mental health or know someone who is, please, we encourage you to seek professional advice. Definitely. If you would like to go and check out my YouTube video of this podcast on teacher mindset, please do. And you could subscribe to my channel and, or you could also just like the podcast itself to push it further up in the algorithm. (laughs) All right. Wishing you a year filled with love, light, and laughter. Take care.